Welcome to Healthy, Wealthy, and Grateful with your hosts, Coach Dave, Heather, and James, where we provide you with the tools and entertainment to bring clarity, balance, focus, and butterflies to hey, your everyday healthy, life. Healthy, and Grateful, we're Heather, John- Heather Johnson, <laughs> we're Heather Andrews, Dave Pollitt, the coach, and myself, James Johnson. And we have a very special weekend coming up this weekend, and we want to talk a little bit about that, being that we do want to be healthy, we do want to be wealthy, we do want to be grateful. It's We're coming into the anniversary of 911. So this weekend will be the 20th anniversary of 911. And, and I would bet that there, everybody out there could, could tell me exactly where you were at the time. I know where I was. How about you, Heather? Do you know where you were? I sure do. Where were you at that moment? So at the time, I was a regional manager for Atrium Medical, and I was in the car of one of my sales reps, and we were listening to a CD that had been created by um, the sales rep who was in a band. And another sales rep called us and said, I think you need to turn on the radio. And uh, so we were actually kind of oblivious to what was going on by the time we got to the hospital in Norfolk. Um, you know, the second plane hit the tower and um, I was watching as we went over the large bridge, all of these destroyers starting to pull out of the harbor. So we turned around, went back to Richmond. We had, was a director for my company to go home, regardless of where you were at that time. I lived in Atlanta. so. I got the last rental car out of Richmond, Virginia. Wow. I I was on the freeway going north to work and I heard it on the radio and I got to work and, and, you know, we sat there and we watched that TV pretty much the rest of the day. It was a very somber moment. You know, I was thinking about this last night when when, um, my roommate, as I told you, is dying of cancer and, and, um, his son was there, and, and I, I looked at his son, and I said, you know, 20 years ago, you were barely alive. <laughs> you know, you're, you're like 23, 24 years old. You know, you were probably in kindergarten at the time. You probably hardly remember this. Well, and I think that's extremely important to um, keep in mind is that um, your average college student today doesn't remember 9-11, um, just as my generation didn't remember uh, Pearl Harbor. And so you lack the sacrifices and the sense of, you know, what I call 912, right? Which was this uh, effort to look out for your neighbor and support the economy and work together and come together. And I, I think we just have lacked that sense of community for lack of a better word. And you maybe you have a better word, James, than I do since that time. Well, I can tell you that there's so many things I could say about this. I was flying 200,000 miles a year at the time, and, and I could have very easily been on any one of those flights. Uh, you know, it just so happens that that week I was home. I, I, I shouldn't have been home, but I was home. And, um, you know, I think one of the, the coolest things about that time, if, if you could say cool, if that was actually a word you would use, but I think the coolest thing about that time was, was the fact that there were flags everywhere. 
I mean, if you if you went into somebody's neighborhood, everybody was flying a flag. And and here's something you probably don't know about me is is mine's still hanging there. God, I I, I never took mine down. I actually had one up before then, but I never took it down afterwards. I've, I've flown a flag every single day since then. So there was a, a huge sense of patriotism at that time, and I think it would be really cool if during this weekend we could get that patriotism going again, you know, on that anniversary. You know, you hear me say, talk, live like you're going to die tomorrow and plan like you're going to live forever. Well, there were over 3,000 people that literally, like that, it was over. And, and, and you can imagine that all of those people were thinking about what they were having for dinner that night or what they were going to do that weekend and, you know, what but the big anniversary is coming up. And then literally overnight, their life changed. As so many, so many of us did. Our, our lives changed. You know, if you if you experience that, I think your life changed forever. Absolutely. And again, I think it was our generation's um, Pearl Harbor, and you know, there was this sense of camaraderie. There was this sense of sadness and loss, even though you might not have known someone personally. You knew somebody who knew somebody. And, um, you know, I had a high school classmate that was killed um, in um, the towers in New York um, that I did not know personally, but was uh, in, um, I, I went to a, a performing arts high school and it was a magnet high school. So if people were not in the performing arts section of the school, I didn't know them, which was the true of this person. So, um, you know, it, it's just that um, we all felt extremely vulnerable. We, we, to that point in my lifetime had lived in peace and um you know we saw this war machine gear up which is quite ironic since we just drew down um you know out of afghanistan and um you know that's created i think a whole lot of um flashbacks for a lot of people including our precious military and i come from a long military family and james i know you're former military so I would say the last few weeks have been really, really difficult. Um, I, like you, have traveled my entire life. Um, just had a tremendous sense of wanderlust put in my heart as a child because my father uh, owned his own business and traveled a lot. So, you know, it's something that my parents would take us out of school to do. They felt it was really important. And I did my first international trip as a teenager. Um, so, you know, to me now uh, with COVID and then more recently with Afghanistan and leaving our citizens behind, I think I've always had this false sense of security that if I ever got into trouble, I could go to an embassy or I would be, I would be protected because our military and, you know, would come and get us. And we see some challenges right now with how things were conducted, which could be an entire podcast for probably hours. But I think what we can say is, has our, has our patriotism changed? Has our nationalism changed? Have we as a society changed that we don't look out for one another now? Um, I, I just was reading a text message this morning from a really good friend of mine whose um, spouse is uh, in local politics 
and they put their child on the bus today without a mask. And there were neighbors shaking their fists at them because of that decision. And I just think that there's a lot of fear right now. And I think there's a lot of concern. And it just, for a lot of us, brings back memories of 9-11. Yeah. And I hope you're not right. You know, but I think you are that that, you know, the camaraderie and, and the division that's going the, the lack of camaraderie and the division that's going on in this country. I, I, I truly think that's what they set out to do. But, you know, I really don't want to go down that political road. I think I, I think that I, Dave's are just arrived here. So, hey, Dave, we're talking about uh, well, the pop up here in a second, but hey. We'll, we'll make this one a little bit longer today. Instead of 20 minutes, we'll go 25. And Dave, we're talking about 911 and, and about where were you on 911? You know, do you remember where you were on 911? I do, yeah. You got a nice reflection across your face there. I know. Where, where were you on 911? I was in uh, Banff, Alberta. <laughs> and I was. Uh, I was with a group of U.S. hockey players, and it was, uh, well, our time, it was about seven in the morning-ish when all of this going on, and um, we were all eating because we had just been at the gym. I was training them, and we were eating, and then we were going to go to hockey practice. And so, as we always did every morning, we watched the uh, news, and the news was just going crazy, and like it was a very surreal moment because I was in a room with uh, mostly U.S. players. There were a few from Austria, there were a few from other areas, but mostly U.S. And they're all crying. And they're like 16, 17, 18 years old. And they're angry and they're screaming at the TV and they're crying. And it was just a very surreal experience. Yeah, yeah. You almost want to cry today. The, um, yeah. So we, were, we were talking about the, the subdivision, if you will, of society these days and how we've, we've kind of Parted with camaraderie and, and um, you know, sense of nationalism. The, I think that that if we were to look at this, I always like to look at everything as a lesson. You know, why did something happen? What was its purpose? Why did it happen? And and I and I, I want to re remind you that the show is about being healthy, wealthy, and grateful. So. One of the biggest things I think that you could do this this weekend or this week, this whole entire week is, you know, be grateful for those people that were the first responders. Be grateful for all those people that gave their life since that date. You know, we, we were pulling out of Afghanistan, which, you know, which is own debacle. All right. It, and, and but think of all the people that you know, lost limbs, lost lives, you know, lost family members. A lot of folks over there. As a result of all this, not only not only Afghanistan, but Iraq. I mean, we forget that we were in Iraq along the way. You know, it wasn't it wasn't all all one place. Right. And most of that had to do with this. 
I mean, you know, it had to do with 911. It was the trigger that set off this whole 20 year cycle. Yeah. No, I, I, I mean, uh, it's well, and a I think world. <laughs> I think I think the other thing um, I can say about this, um, my husband and I were traveling years ago in Italy, and you know, sometimes when you're on vacation, he was working, I was on vacation, I was by myself, and I took the train to a small town uh, near Venice, and I got off the train and was walking towards the church or whatever I was going to visit that day. And I remember very distinctly seeing fire trucks with the um, with the ladders raised and flags, our US flag going up in Italy. And I was a little bit turned around. There were like a hundred people standing around, police officers, military people. And I realized it was 9-11. And I wanted to say that that event affected the world and 20 years later covid is affecting the world and our afghanistan pullout is affecting the world never before do i feel like we you know in my lifetime have we had so many events that impact everyone and um you know there was a movie about this years ago right called the butterfly effect that if a butterfly flaps its wings it could affect the weather pattern <laughs> across the world and I, I just think that we are in many cases not putting our best and brightest minds on some of these really critical thinking problems and instead we are making decisions based on things other than merit and we've made a lot of mistakes and I am concerned that if we don't get back to making decisions based on merit and instead on decisions, other criteria other than that, we will continue to create a pattern of decisions that will have long lasting consequences. And um, I, I just want to say how grateful I am to all of the people who have sacrificed so much um, since 9-11. And I, I want to you know, encourage those because we see a lot of people stepping up on a local level here um, into leadership positions to take the reins. I, I think there's been a great awakening in the last year of people saying, how can I get involved? What can I do in my community? How can I be part of the solution? And I think we need to focus on solutions and not what differentiates us. You know, it's so funny you should say this. The, um, I just got back from a trip to Washington State. I, I, I went up, drove up, it was a whirlwind tour. Took off out of here at 12.30 in the morning on a Tuesday. Drove straight to Portland, got there at 4.30 in the afternoon, spent some time with my mom, a couple days, and then headed up to Seattle. Yeah, I did, and then back down, and I was back by the following Tuesday. So it was, it was a real whirlwind tour. And I'm originally from Seattle, and I gotta tell you, I'm I'm not sure I ever want to go back. <laughs> I'm really just not sure. I, people are, are are taking old campers and trucks and and trailer homes and just parking them on the side of the road and taking over areas of the city and just turning it into a dump is what it boils down to. And you talk about the decisions. Well, I think it's it's the decisions of our leaders that are allowing that to happen. 
but but you know you got me thinking that well okay but what is the solution like my solution would be a big bulldozer recovery <laughs> move it and put them somewhere else but that doesn't solve the problem so i mean all you got to do today is go into you know any big city go into la san francisco portland seattle and i'm sure it's true on your side of the world over there as well heather but here i mean and cities. I mean, we, in, in in LA, we've had a breakout of typhoid, typhoid, for God's sakes, in in inside the city because because of the poor poor planning going on. So all that said, I mean, I, this this is getting more depressing by the minute. But I I think that if we were to talk about this week as a whole, I think that probably the best thing you could do this week is to get out today and and you know thank your first responders thank your military take take some time go buy them lunch okay do whatever you could do to, to thank these people and and you know but more importantly reach out to your friends okay reach out to your friends reach out to your family and look i i'm not joking when i say live like you're gonna die tomorrow all right, you just might, and, and, and it could be an event like this. It could be any kind of event that's going on, such as COVID. You get locked in the hospital. You can't be talked to again. Okay. I don't know. Like, I, I, well, I, I think I think what you said is really important, which is you know the one thing that I felt like nine eleven taught me was like celebrity worship culture was not was was they were dead to me. Like anything related to anything outside of my family. Um, you know, who was most important. I mean, I think that this has really been a, a really nice time of reflection over the last year as to getting us back to what's important. And um, I'm reading a great book right now called Essentialism, which I highly recommend. And it's talking about what things are really important in your life and how removing the distractions and clutter can make you a more productive person and make you a better person. But I think you, they also talk about gratitude. And I believe that your advice is spot on. On 9-11, you know, you see a military person, police officer, you know, help the helpers, right? Position out, you know, and having lunch where you are, pay their ticket. You know, um, write them a thank you note. I mean, people just don't hear enough how much they appreciate what they're how much you appreciate what they're doing for for you um we um are really fortunate to be starting a new small business here in central pennsylvania and there are hundreds of people when i go over um to our new building working on our project from the guy who puts the new tile down to painters and you know electricians and everything and i just walk through the building every and everyone in the building i personally thank them and, and i think these tradesmen were shocked. They never get a word of praise for what they're doing. Um, and people really appreciate that you appreciate that they're doing a great job. And, um, you know, just take a minute out of your day to tell somebody thank you. I think it'll it'll make their day and it'll make your day too. And then, and then what would you, uh, Dave, I don't think you were here when she said that her friends put her kids on a bus today and and without a mask, they made the decision to send their kids to school without a mask. And, and uh, the other parents were flipping out as regards to that. And I was thinking, I was thinking about a story you told me before about 
about how, how you came in and said the wrong thing at the wrong time and everybody thought you were a little crazy. But, oh, um, you know, nuts. how do we how do we overcome yeah. that? How do we, how, you know, how do we overcome that? And maybe that might be a, a topic for a, another moment, but we should talk a little bit about how do we overcome this society? How, how do we get back to getting rid of that line of division, right? Because if we don't, we're, we're headed to a really bad time in this country. And, and you know, I think that by sharing your gratitude and by getting out there and, and um, you know, trying to make a difference, might be able to. I mean, Margaret Thatcher once, never, once said that never mind, you know, what a, never forget what a small group of people could do because it's only a small group of people that ever got anything done in this world, right? It's, it's always about a small group of people. And if we can start right here with our small group of people and everybody could go out and they could just pay it forward and, and be grateful and, and give thank you notes to people and, you know, be a little bit more gracious in life, that, that could spread. Agreed. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I mean, as, as, um, I'm so as Heather said about going around and thanking everybody, I tried to do that via text or phone call. And I will just randomly pick four or five people every week and I'll just send them a text like, hey, man, you know, uh, <laughs> thinking of you. Uh, I'm very happy that dream in my life, blah, 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 blah. And it's um, amazing how often you get people who text back and go, wow, but like, that's the first time I've ever gotten that. Thank you. And it spurs uh, back and forth. And I think just it's small things. And, and I do hope that our group of three here are helping to influence everybody. Well, listen, let's come back and let's talk on that subject alone. And I just want you to know, Dave, that I don't think I ever got one of those texts. But we're healthy, wealthy, and grateful. <laughs> we're Heather Andrews. Send it in right now, all right? Dave, Dave, the coach, and myself, James Johnson. And I want you to remember, be sure to live like you're going to die tomorrow and plan like you're going to live forever. And we appreciate your time. So we'll talk to you real soon now. Bye now. Thank you for listening to Healthy, Wealthy, and Grateful. Be sure to join our Facebook group. Remember, live like you are going to die tomorrow and plan like you are going to live forever. You just might. And don't forget to stop and smell the flowers along the way.